Virtual Assistant Podcast, episode number 21. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Virtual Assistant Podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft, and we are here every single week with a new episode devoted to helping you, the small to medium-sized business owner, become more effective, more efficient, more profitable in your business through the use of outsourcing and delegating tasks to others. And my friends, I am very delighted to bring to you yet another interview and a great conversation. And today I'm honored to bring on Deborah Richmond, who is the owner of Tech Buzz. That's T-E-K-K-B-U-Z. And she happens to be an internet marketing strategist and social media consultant. Her marketing experience in the corporate world combined with her knowledge and love of social media give Deborah an enthusiasm for marketing power of Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and the sorts. Uh, Deborah works with companies and entrepreneurs helping to people to develop social media marketing, marketing plan. Easy for me to say when I'm reading this for the very first time. Uh, anyway, she helps people plan out the stuff so that they can pump up their profits. And uh, Deborah, welcome to the show. Thank you, Cliff. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, I'm glad to have you on, and uh, today I wanted to uh, bring you on because you are an example of somebody who has outsourced uh, certain projects, but without the going and turning to, let's say, a traditional virtual assistant. Is that correct? That's right. All right, and and tell me how it is that you and I got connected um, via the a previous episode and, and what uh, encouraged you or inspired you to, to step forward and say, hey, I'd love to talk about Odesk. Sure. Um, I was listening to your podcast. I had discovered it and, and love your podcast, by the way. And I was listening to you talk to, I believe it was Jason Van Orden, and he talked about Odesk. He wasn't familiar with it, but had used it. So I called you because I have used Odesk. I've used it not only to find um, web developers on a short-term basis, so by project by project, um, but also that I uh, put my services there and work with people. I do social media um, virtual assistance for them. And again, on a project by project basis. And I thought that uh, your listeners might be interested just, just to know about Odesk, how it works. Uh, there's some things I really love about it that are just really convenient uh, for the way that I work and thought you'd be interested. Well, tell me a little bit about Odesk. So, so you go to odesk.com, is that right? That's right. All right. And tell me, just off the bat, what is Odesk? Can you describe? I mean, obviously, we've talked about you outsource on a project-by-project project basis, but is there any more that you would use to describe what Odesk is as a service? Um, sure. Odesk is one of the services that um, has a lot of contractors who uh, put their resume information on the service. You can go there and post a job if you have a job you need to outsource. And people will apply to your job, and then you can go through and look at their credentials and, and hire someone to do the job. Um, I, that's how I discovered Odesk and how I started using it. But, you know, one of the things that was such a huge benefit, I thought, for a small business owner like myself was the fact that Odesk does all the work as far as, you know, paying contractors and invoicing, all of that, you know, tracking hours and things like that. That was a huge benefit for me as a small business owner because then I could hire someone, let Odesk 
track you know when they're working, um, what they're working on, and then also their payments. Um, and then I didn't have to do take, take the time to do all of that. It was it was just an easy easy way to work with people outsourcing some of my projects. All right. Well, let me just say as a business owner, let's just say I had a web web project that I'm personally working on and I'm just not a good graphics person and I want to just hire somebody out to do a graphic. Can I post a job and set a dollar amount and then let people kind of apply for that or is that too small? Uh, no, no job is too small. It doesn't appear as I use Odesk. Uh, you can. You can post a job. You can post it two different ways. You can post it with a dollar amount that you're looking for, or you can uh, post it out as an hourly. Um, so you can hire hourly people or also by project. And then the applicants, when they apply, they will give you basically their bid so that they will tell you, here's, yes, I can do this job. Here's, here's how I would do it, and here's how much that it would cost. So then you can go through and compare applicants and look and find the most qualified and also the price range that you're looking for. Okay, very good. Um, so can you tell me what has been some of your experience as far as posting jobs and some of the work that people have done for you? Um, my first job that I posted was just someone, I needed some help with some of the more technical aspects of uh, putting a, web, a simple website together. And so I had several people who applied. I posted it and I posted it as an hourly because that was the simplest to me really. And, and then I figured, you know, I, I was learning as I went along. Um, and the, I had several applicants who um, immediately started applying and you receive emails in your, uh, in your inbox. Uh, so you know that people are immediately applying for it. And, and I went through and I looked at their credentials. You can see who, when they've worked before with ODESK clients. They also give you information on work they've done outside of ODESK and their backgrounds and education. And went through and just um, did pick who I thought was the best applicant and, and started working with them. And actually, we that was several months ago, and we are still working together. And are, are there any ratings? Like, can you say, okay, I, we just finished this product project. Can I give a rating or a review on the work that somebody's done that, that will be able to be viewed by other people? Yes, there are. And that's really helpful. They have, um, when you finish a job, you, get to, you do get to rate their work and leave comments. Uh, that is really, really helpful because it's just it just gives you a little bit more to go on as far as what type of worker this is. Have they been dependable? Have they been able to do the type of work you're looking for? Um, they um, also get to rate you as an employer, so that's that's <laughs> very interesting too. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you also get to see how many hours they've worked for through ODesk, and that's important because the more familiar they are with ODesk. Um, that's helpful as far as how to use the, the work diaries and some of the, some of the intricacies of the website. But also it gives you an idea that they've been able to successfully complete work for other people on the same type of project by project basis. And that's, that's really helpful. All right. And, and I, I apologize. Did, did you share some, so you shared the, the one project. What, what are some other things that some folks have uh, done for you? What kind of other projects have you turned out there? I have put out there because um, I also have a podcast of my own um, that is in its infancy pretty much. But um, I put out um, some of the uh, editing work for my simple podcast and adding music to the front and back of, of the podcast. Um, and so I 
found someone different from my web designer to do that. And I very specifically, when I put a job out there, I very specifically say, here's exactly what I'm looking for, um, the work I'd like done. And so I can get someone who's, who very specifically knows exactly what I need. So in other words, I use Audacity to edit. So I put that out there and said, someone who knows how to use Audacity and is very good with it and has had experience putting podcasts together and, and getting them up onto uh, websites and iTunes. And that one was successful as well. I found someone who um, it worked out very well. It took a, took a large portion of work off my plate for, for the time that I was using him. So let me ask you, okay, so, so podcast editing and, and posting your, your podcast so that it shows up on iTunes and all that good stuff. That, that, mm-hmm. how, how much does something like a task like that, how much were you able to negotiate through Odesk to, to do a task like that for you? Again, I actually go with hourly because, like I said, it's still, to me, it's very simple. Now, other people prefer a project price, but uh, I went with someone who was able to work um, for, I believe it was around $8 an hour. And he was in, he was based in the Philippines mm-hmm. um, and did a really nice job for me. Now, do you have any way of communicating to him outside, like directly one-on-one? Have you ever had the, the need to actually have a conversation with somebody that you've hired through um, Odesk? Absolutely. I, I like to, when I'm working with someone, I like to con- touch base with them uh, every day is nice or maybe at least once every couple of days to make sure they don't have questions, to make sure they're, they're moving along with the, on the path that um, I'm asking for. Um, and what, what I do is immediately once um, I agree uh, to open a contract with them through Odesk, I then contact them that usually either with Skype or with um, Google Talk um, and either message them or, um, you know, have conver- actual voice conversations. And both of those have worked very well uh, as far as being able to very easily be in contact with the different people who are working for me. So, is it possible or is it against terms of service? Tell me what happens. Let's just say you find somebody like this that you, you that's working for you and they're doing such an excellent job. Is it possible to 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 get beyond the Odesk and just hire them one off? I mean, just, just say, you know what? I really want you to do this and, and the amount of work that I'm going to be sending you, uh, I, I'm pretty much certain that I'll have at least 20 hours a week of this kind of work for you to do. Uh, is it is it possible to work with them one on one outside of this once you've ha- established that relationship? Uh, well, to answer that, I know that Odesk prefers that you not, but or or that at least when you do post a job, that that job be worked through Odesk. I mean, technically, beyond that, if you had other jobs that you want to hire them again, then yes, you probably could go straight to the source and work with them directly. Um, I find, however, that I, I repeatedly use Odesk. In fact, I will only work with those outsourcers who use Odesk because, again, I don't have to worry about the um, invoicing. I don't have to remember which days, you know, they like to be paid. I don't have to do any of that more administrative stuff so that I can keep work focused on what I'm doing with my business. But yes, you probably can, once you have someone, you've, you've done a project with them and you like them, then you know, beyond that, I'm sure that you can contact them directly. But they prefer that that project, at least, that you stay with Odesk. Okay, fair enough. And now, you, you're talking about payment and stuff like that. So you obviously, as an, as an employer, I guess, you would go in and um, 
create an account just like they would in- create an account as a as a co- subcontractor or a contractor. And once you sign up, so do you do you pay as you go? Do you pay ahead of time? Do you pay afterwards? How does that work out? Um, I can tell you again, mostly I can tell you mostly on the hourly that um, you pay once a week. And so when you sign up and, and start an account with Odesk, they um, and want to be an employer and put a job up on the board, they will um, ask for your payment method. So whether it's PayPal or credit card, um, they have that on file. And then throughout the week, while your person is working for you, they will post um, in a work diary exactly when they're working and what they're doing. Mm-hmm. In fact, it's even more it's even more um, um, organized than that. They now have a um, software, an application that the uh, contractor will download onto their computer. And while they are checked in and working on your project, it takes a screenshot of their computer, like I think every six minutes. And, and at first I thought that was kind of creepy. And I really didn't know what I thought about that idea. But it has been, mostly I don't use it, but it has been helpful in a couple of instances to, to see that uh, at one time I had asked for one, one um, small um, administrative function that should have taken the person about an hour. And on their work diary, it showed six hours. So I immediately thought something's not right here. So then I can go look at their screenshots and see what were they doing for that six hours. And it was a simple matter of me contacting her and saying, you know, I think that, you know, this, there's been an error. I I, did it really take you that long. And and she apologized and she cleaned it up and um, it, everything was fine after that. So it gives you some monitoring effect, which is really pretty nice, even though at first I, I was a little unsettled about that type of, I don't know if it seems like a privacy issue, but uh, it, it, there are reasons, there are times when it's very, very helpful. But yeah, then once a week, what ODESK does is says, you know, we've closed out the week. It, they send you an email and say, you can go look and see um, the work diaries, go check them and see if everything looks good to you. And they give you like two days to go ahead. If you have problems, then you contact your contractor or talk about it. But if not, everything looks good, they automatically then two days after that will pay the contractor. All righty. So, okay. So basically you go in and you can, if you're paying these hourly rates, then, then you pay on a weekly basis after they've done the work. That's right. Yeah. Okay. And then on a project basis, I I do. You, I guess you would pay upon completion. Is that how that works? I think you can arrange so that you have an arrangement when you start the project. You can be paid on completion. I think you can also arrange for, you know, a certain payment at the beginning, a certain payment in the middle, and at the end. The way the way some traditional contracts work. So I, you you I do believe that you're allowed as the um, worker to set up what's your preferred method. Okay, very good. And so let, let's turn this around for just a little bit. So that, that, I mean, is there anything else on the, you know, looking to outsource your work as a business owner? Is there anything else that you think that we should address with Odesk that I haven't asked you about already? No, I don't think so. The, 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 the real biggies, like I said, is that they, um, I guess I should say too, that as far as payment, the way you pay is that um, the, the employer pays the fee for Odesk itself. And it is um, 10% of the amount that the outsourcer gets. So if the outsourcer gets a certain amount and then Odesk will add 10% and that's their fee. 
Okay, so let yeah, let's let's back up just a minute just to make sure I understand. So so here's the deal. Let's just say I have a project and I hire it out to somebody and uh, basically I'm, I'm charging, I, I'm, I'm saying, you know what, I'll pay $200 for this project. And right. so I, I find somebody, they apply for the position, I look at them, their rating and everything, I decide, hey, this looks good, this person's got a great rating, they've done this several times for other people, I definitely want to hire this person. They complete the work for me, and then at the end of this, I actually pay them, and they get the full $200 but I actually had to pay 220 is that right? That's right. Yes. So they get the full 200 and the fee as far or the commission on this project is is going to Odesk and they they're getting in essence a 10% commission on any of the work that's been transacted through the service. That's right. And for someone like myself who has smaller projects, that's really very economical for that type of service. Yeah, especially, I mean, if and, and that that's very good when, when I think about, you know, you're paying somebody only eight bucks an hour. They're literally getting eight bucks an hour. They're not getting, you know, $5.50 an hour after Odesk gets their cut of it. Right. I like that, too. I like knowing that they got that amount. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that 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 is that is that is good. But at the same time, you know, on a big, huge project, 10 percent could be significant thing but of course you know it's good to know this up front and I'm very glad that you pointed out that extra piece of information that's very important to know because then when you actually you know think about how much am I going to pay you know if if I only want to spend two hundred dollars maybe I I say you know hey here's this project and I'm willing to pay a hundred and eighty dollars and you and and so so you just I mean not that I mean that's just in theory it's just the idea is that you you have to know Overall, if you've got a certain budget in mind, make sure that you know that 10% on top of whatever they agree to do the work for that is going to have to be built in as your fee. And that, yes, and in, and in fact, ODESC is really very good about every time you put in an amount. So if you say um, that I would like someone with an hourly rate of, say, $8 an hour, immediately ODESC will, will say $8 an hour to the contractor. That means it'll be... Um, eight dollars and eighty cents to to you and so immediately it does the adjustment so that you can always see your price and their price i really like that this this is this sounds like a very good um opportunity for some folks out there who are who are looking to outsource on a project by project basis absolutely and like i said i found it very easy to get started and learn i mean there are some intricacies that you just kind of spend a little bit of time with the, the site itself to learn, but it really was pretty easy to get started. Very good. All right. So let's turn things around to the flip it, flip things around here. Let's just say I'm a small business owner who provides uh, products and or services to people via the internet, such like myself. I, I, I do a lot of uh, products and services for folks. And I guess, you know, with my same account as hiring people to do projects for me, I guess I can use my same account to also, in turn, uh, put the work, you know, kind of put out there that, hey, I'm available for this kind of work or to look for people who um, have posted job postings and I can actually use that same account to kind of say, hey, I think I'm qualified for that and I'd love to do that for you. Absolutely. In fact, that is what I do. I do a little bit of work where I do go and as the contractor look for jobs on the site and and work with people 
as, as myself as the outsourcer. So, um, yeah, you get, to, you get to use the same account. They keep it separate so that you don't get confused. You, they keep an area where this is the work you're doing for other people and an area where this is the work people have done for you. They're, they're pretty good about keeping things um, organized. Excellent. And so, the, and of course, the, the opposite of this is true. I can see that, you know, now first, let me ask you this. Do many people actually find you and see that what you're qualified to do and then say, hey, I want to hire you? Or are you more likely to find work if you actually go out and are searching at the job postings? You're far more likely to find work if you actually apply to postings. And I think the reason for that is simply because it can be time consuming to search through the contractors. However, other people may, you know, I prefer to, to um, put a job out and, and wait for people to apply. You can go through the contractors and look for people, but um, I, I think it's probably more time consuming is why more people don't do that. Okay. And so, so okay, that makes a lot of sense then. Um, now, as far as job postings and, and things like that, if you're out there looking for people, I mean, how do they categorize this stuff? Is, is this all broken down into categories? Yes, it's broken down into several categories. So you have um, things that are, you know, more marketing functions. They have an area for, um, you know, writing and communications. So it is, it is broken down into some nice categories, and they do a pretty good job of um, putting things. I believe that when you put in a um, job application, you can designate which categories you think it should belong in. Okay, very good. And can you choose more than one category? Yes, yeah, you can, so that it comes up a couple, right, a couple different places. Excellent. Very good. And uh, what kind of work have you personally hired out for yourself to do for others uh, in, in this aspect of Odesk? Uh, I actually was looking mostly for uh, people who needed help with their social media. So I have done work with um, helping set up LinkedIn accounts and helping with some strategies on how to drive traffic to websites. Um, I have done um, blog writing. What I find is the, that um, the types of skills, I have a certain price that I, that I put myself out there for um, charge. And so there are people, because you have um, people from all, kind, all different countries, you have a very wide variety of price ranges. So my price is much higher than the web developer that I hired. What you need to do then as the person going through and applying for jobs is I then look for jobs that I'm very specifically qualified for that maybe people in other countries are not. Um, so a lot of times that's been you know, very good writing skills. I've picked up a lot of, um, a lot of work helping people writing their blogs and article marketing and, and things like that and anything that required um, very, very good command of the English language. Very good. All right. Well, this sound this sounds uh, a whole lot more interesting now than what it was uh, twenty three minutes ago, uh, because <laughs> Odesk seemed like this. I mean, it sounded like it's like okay, that's a great. That sounds like okay. It, it you can go out and hire somebody to do a project, but but man, hearing somebody that actually uses the service and hearing kind of the intricacies of of how the details are worked out. Um, it, it really helps bring a little bit more reality and, and, and even somewhat of a desire to kind of just get in there and, and check it out and see how it works. Uh, I, I, th I think especially for the people who are listening to this, we're talking about small to medium-sized business owners. And, and for those of you who are listening, I want to encourage you to look for opportunities to market your services that you offer. And it sounds to me like if you have a service that you can offer to somebody via the web, 
that, you know, somebody that you can do a task for somebody else. Uh, I, I'm thinking, you know, uh, you know, you've got those um, editing jobs, you know, the, the podcast editing that you hired out. I certainly have a team of people who do that kind of stuff and, and, and things, you know, and obviously my rates are going to be significantly higher than people across the pond as well. But perhaps I, I, I suppose what it sounds like is I can build quite a reputation for the work that I do. What about consulting? I, I mean, is this something that's available? I mean, can can I hire myself as a consultant to people at, at a rate as high as like $150 an hour to actually sit down and coach and consult with somebody on how to actually start a podcast from scratch? You know, I think you can, but here's how it would probably work. Um, someone would, and, and this is how it's worked for me, some of the consulting that I've done, uh, again, around social media and strategies for small businesses, is that as I was looking through job um, postings, I could see that some were asking for some, some of the simple tasks around social media, such as I need someone to help set up a, a fan page, a business page for my business on Facebook. And then they often will say, um, and I need, also need you know, help with the overall big picture or something like that. You can usually tell from the job description that there are some people who are looking for something more than just that specific job that, that they're, in fact, I do look for applications that um, have that kind of feel to them because they are more likely to need someone who has a higher, uh, willing to pay a higher dollar hourly amount if they can get, you know, the ex- all the expertise that I can show them I have in that particular um, task and field. Excellent. Well, I'll tell you what, I, th- I think I'm at least I'm going to go in and probably uh, within the next week or two, create an account at Odesk and uh, set myself up as as somebody that's available for consulting in the areas of podcasting and new media and and uh, consulting services uh, at a very high rate, obviously, for myself. But uh, to just get in there and, and see if that actually does anything. And then, of course, if I'm ever hurting for business, I, I suppose a, a small business owner could go out and start looking at job postings that are out there. Uh, what about somebody who is a virtual assistant? Um, no, you're not a virtual assistant. You don't, would not consider yourself to be a virtual assistant, correct? Uh, not, no, not in the traditional sense. Okay, but could you imagine uh, somebody who was a virtual assistant who's not associated with a firm such as the totally awesome firm, by the way, Contemporary VA over at ContemporaryVA.com that sponsors this podcast. And uh, if you guys want to check out uh, ContemporaryVA.com, I encourage you to do so. Go look around at the products and services that they use. It's the service that I use personally. And this podcast would not be made possible without their support on a weekly basis. So I thank them. And uh, the coolest thing about Contemporary VA and the sponsorship is the fact that here we are talking about a service that is completely a whole different avenue of outsourcing that is is almost like if you could consider to be a com- comp- competitive source of outsourcing. They don't mind. They, they want to be able to be here to support this content so that they can help small businesses understand the power of delegation and outsourcing. And, and certainly on a project-by-project basis, while they do some of those services, they know that there are other services out there, and they want you to be aware of them all. And so thank you, Contemporary VA. But so I'm going to ask you, Deborah, if, if there was a, let's just say there was a uh, self-employed virtual assistant, do you think this is a great source for somebody who's just getting started out as a VA to, to maybe hire out some of their work as well? It absolutely is. And in fact, in the job uh, 
postings, you will often see um, many that are looking for an administrative VA or an internet marketing VA. So there are people who are looking for, you know, someone who they can really count on for a certain number of hours a week. Um, and, and then it's a great place to get started because um, you, can, you can just start applying for jobs and then talk to people who um, in the application process and get a feel for, you know, what's out there, what's available. You can also find smaller, smaller jobs that are on project by project basis uh, that allow you to kind of ease into an area maybe that you're starting to, to gain more experience with. The, the difference between, um, I, I absolutely love contemporary VA as well, and I'll tell you that the difference is that with contemporary VA, you do have a lot of the screening and a lot of the training that they provide their VAs. Um, with, with ODesk, if you are hiring a VA, then you have to kind of do that work yourself. You have to make sure that you ask questions about background and experience so that you um, make sure that you're getting someone who um, is going to do the job for you. So while it is another avenue, there are also, you know, there's definitely a place for contemporary VA has a very good process for um, the, the screening and the management. Excellent. Now, as far as an employer, as far as a business owner wanting to hire somebody to do this work, um, as far as tax purposes, I suppose I'm just paying for a service. I'm not paying for an employee. I don't have to worry about W-2 forms or anything of that nature. Is that correct? That's correct. But if I'm doing work for Odesk, I would get a W-2, would I not? I believe that you will get probably a 1099, the miscellaneous form that most contractors will get. Okay. The reason why I asked that is because I was on the main site here of Odesk and I see at the bottom it says need W-2 support question mark. And so uh, that that's the only reason why that kind of uh, thing. It says here Odesk, uh, let's see, verified hours for all workers, even W-2 employees manage and pay W-2. Uh, okay. Okay. Odesk as easily as managing 1099 classified work. Anyway, there's. it looks to me like if you want to read more about that, there's some information uh, on their site. It's actually at odesk.com slash W slash Odesk payroll underscore buyer. Uh, but if you just go to the main site, I looked under, there's a big yellow post a job button. And right below that, there's a couple little links and one of them's need W2 support. So I would check that out. One of the other things I noticed here, Deborah, is that they have an affiliate program. Are you, are you signed up as an affiliate with them? You know, I am not. I have not checked that out yet. <laughs> well, I tell you what, I'm going to become an affiliate today. And, and one of the things I'm going to encourage people to do is please go to Contemporary VA, or not Contemporary, go to virtualassistantpodcast.com and please uh, go to episode number 21. And in the show notes, I'll have a link to Odesk. And if you click through that link, once I get set up as an affiliate, it looks like, uh, just so you know, Deborah, you can actually get $50 for each new lead you get for somebody who signs up as an employer. On, and verifies as a credit on a credit card. Now, I would encourage you to set that up. If you do, send me your your affiliate link, and okay. and I will uh, then go in and set myself up as an employer under yours, and you'll get fifty dollars for that. Oh goodness, and, wonderful! And also, it says here, it says we will pay you fifty cents for each new lead you send us who signs up for Odesk as a contractor and applies for a job. So. Um, so it looked, I guess it, I should pay more attention to that and check it out. <laughs> oh yeah. I'd love the affiliate relationships for companies that you believe in. Yeah. You know, it, it, that's the big thing on for me. And so, uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll make sure that I get signed up for that before I post the show notes for, uh, today's episodes. So just go to virtualassistantpodcast.com 
And if you're going to sign up for Odesk, do me a favor. Do click on the link in the show notes. That'll help us out here as well at gspn.tv to maximize our profits. How's that sound? Sounds well, good. Deborah, let me ask you, um, if, if I mean, what is it that you offer to folks? I, I, I just want to give you a plug for your business because of all the wonderful uh, information you've shared with us today, the inspiration and, and enlightenment that you've given us to Odesk. Sure. Um, yeah, I appreciate it. Um, my business is TechBuzz, and it's found at TechBuzz.com. And as you spelled before, it is T-E-K-K-B-U-Z-Z. And what I offer is for small businesses um, who know that social media is an avenue that they really should pursue, and, and at this point, all, all small businesses should pursue it, I help with um, developing that strategy, that plan for how are we going to use it, what are we going to get out of it, my business really has a couple different facets. One is with consulting. One is with I offer a really economical um, online membership site that will walk you through you know, every step-by-step exactly how to set up your own social marketing machine. Um, and then the other is, is, as we're talking about today, the services that I offer for people who would like a bit more of it done for them and that piece taken off their plate. So I really kind of do a, a wide range right now of services specifically social media, and how to use it to drive traffic to your website. Excellent. And you can find your website at T-E-K-K-B-U-Z-Z.com. Is that correct? That's correct. Excellent. And Deborah, I just want to say thank you once again for coming on the show. The information here really enlightened me in a big way about the potential for Odesk for myself in the future in various different ways. But I know for certain there are going to be people listening to this, that this is an option that they will want to consider to delegate and outsource some of their projects. Well, you're welcome. And thank you for having me. You know, I love your show and you can bet I am going to be listening to every single episode in the future. So (laughs) this will be kind of fun. All right. Thank you so much, Deborah. All right. Take care. Well, folks, there you have it. Another wonderful episode of the Virtual Assistant Podcast, if I do say so myself, and I do. I enjoy doing this podcast on a weekly basis for you. Hey, do you want to hear me talk about some other topics? What is on your mind? What questions do you have? Give me a call on the voicemail feedback hotline. It's available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. The phone number is 859-795-4067. Again, that's 859-795-4067. I would love to hear what you want me to cover on future episodes. And of course, I do encourage you to check out virtualassistantpodcast.com. Look for episode 21. The title is Odesk for Outsourcing. And of course, you'll have that link for the affiliate in there. Check out Deborah over at techbuzz.com. And of course, again, I want to say a special thank you to Contemporary VA for making this podcast possible through their sponsorship. God bless you all. Until next time, join the community. 